Welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today, I have the honor to speak with Pedro Meneses. Pedro is a realtor, investor, and entrepreneur. Pedro made a decision nine years ago to leave his country, family, and everything to pursue better. Today, Pedro teaches others the importance of taking ownership and what it takes to be successful in today's world. So, Pedro... Thank you for coming on today, man. I've been looking forward to this. This is something I've, I, I've, I'm excited to talk with you today. This is something I've been looking forward to. But I usually like to start with this question, and it's what kind of motivated you to like leave your country? I mean, that's not like just a decision you wake up one day and just like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave my country and go start a new life. That's just something you don't wake up doing. So kind of what were the, what motivated you to do that? Absolutely, man. Well, first of all, Josh, thanks for having me. You know, it's, it's, it is an honor to be here on your show. But uh, yeah, man, I guess we all as human, we go to we get to a point in life where if you're not doing the right thing, if you're not pursuing greatness, if you're not pursuing something greater than yourself, you get to a point where you start asking very serious questions, you know. And uh, at the time when I decided to leave my country, I was 24 years old and I was in a situation where I look around in my life and Everybody in my life was like my friends, you know, from school. They all were, they were graduating college. They were getting a good job. They were mm-hmm. getting into good relationships. I was still partying. I was still doing a lot of stupid things. I was, I have no future. I have, I, I grew up being spoiled, you know, like I'm the only man in my family. I have only sisters. So my dad, he built his own company and, and he was very successful. And, and that really didn't serve me the way they, they raised me, you know, because they try to give me, everything is good parents right but when you become mm-hmm. an adult and you have everything that is just given to you in a in a silver plate man it doesn't serve you when you become an adult so at that point in my life man i was in a really dark place i was just trying to figure out what i wanted to do you know uh, i was back from living a year in costa rica because i moved there trying to finish college it didn't work so went back you know it's a loser because that's at that point in my life now that i see back i was i was a complete loser you know i didn't have anything to offer to anybody uh, or the world or contribute in a, in a positive way. So, um, man, I, I had made a decision. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. But then I also realized that being around the people that I grew up with, including family, was not helping me because they were holding me back. So I started looking for options, you know. And one day the opportunity showed up uh, through a friend of mine uh, that we went to college together and that's how I found a job here in the U.S. They offered me a job. I was in Virginia Beach, and two weeks later, I was flying there. I told my parents, I'm coming, I'm coming back in 21 days right before Christmas, and it's been almost 10 years in December this year, you know? So wow. uh, it's, been a, it's been a crazy journey, you know? But, you know, I think at that point, I needed to take that risk. At that moment, I got to this point where... I don't care anymore like like what happens to me. I just need to pursue something. I just need to find what it really what I really need to do with my life and I don't care if that's going to cost me my life or whatever. Like I'm 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 going all in. At that point when you already lose everything, you don't have anything else to lose, right? When you hit rock bottom, I'm the kind of person that went rock bottom with a big ass hammer, man, and start even going deeper. So that's how I end up here pretty much. <laughs> you know. Holy. That is a remarkable story. Oh my gosh, that is Wow. I, I didn't know that. That's 
That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, are your parents upset that like it's been 10 years that you've <laughs> since you've gone well, there? Well, you know, they never say anything, you know, they really never mention anything. Um, I think they were just, they were afraid of, you know, man, I don't, I really don't know. Maybe they really understood that uh, I was tired of their shit, you know, <laughs> I don't know because they really never mentioned anything. I saw my dad the first time after I left like four years into it, I saw my dad and two years later I saw him again because I do have family in California uh, and mm-hmm. in Nevada. So I got to see him, but my mom, I didn't see her until last year. That was the last year was the first time I saw my mom. So pretty much at the nine year mark is when I first saw her. So I was, I was afraid, man. I was scared. I didn't know what, what to expect because it's like, this woman hasn't seen me for nine years. She's not going to recognize me. You know, it's crazy because when you stop seeing certain people in your life, right? Mm-hmm. They have that image of you at that time, you know, but they don't understand what happened exactly. in that period of time. So it was like, I don't think my mom is going to recognize me. I didn't even have a beer 10 years ago, you know? So <laughs> the last time she saw me, I didn't have this big beard. So, uh, but it was a great moment, man. It was a great experience because uh, I think she she came to understand a lot of things when, you, when, when she was here last year with us. She spent like three months with us. Um, mm-hmm. we get to do a lot of things together. It felt really good to have her around, you know, because I think that's why during all this period, man, one of my biggest fears was to like, holy shit, what if I don't see my parents again? You know, because I got to tell you something at some point in this period of time and, uh, like a year, two years into it, I had to make a, a really, a really important decision in my life because my visa expired and my rights to be in this country were about to expire. So it was, mm-hmm. or going back or staying and. I was not willing to go back, so I decided to stay, you know. So I did spend a couple of years illegally. Uh, finally, all that shit has been fixed, so I have my freedom again, pretty much, you know, because That's, it was not easy, wow. you know. It, it's, it's, uh, it was uh, wild, those years, man. You have to look over your shoulders 24 hours because you don't know what one mistake that you can make, that you make, and that's it, end of story, you know, so – that's that's crazy. Oh my gosh, that wow. I kind of man, I I have so many thoughts and so many ways I could take this, but it seems like you just keep encountering, I mean, maybe from like an outside like person's perspective, they'll look and be like, "Man, how does this guy just keep going? Like how does this guy like just problem after problem after problem? How does he just keep going?" I think everyone's dying to hear now, like what kept you going? What kept you going? You know, man, uh, we always in my in my circles and, and the people that I do life with, we always talk about choosing your heart, you know, and I think I have experienced both sides of heart. You know, I was broke. I was miserable. I didn't have future. I didn't have goals. I didn't have ambitions. I was not in shape. I was not taking care of my health. I was I didn't have the right mindset. And that was hard. You know, that was it, it was a hard way of living. But once I decided to do something different, man, I understood that like doing the right thing is always going to be hard too. That's why not many people decide to do the right thing for themselves, you know, because it's hard. Change is hard. Getting in shape is hard. Yes. Changing your mindset is hard. Starting a business is hard. Going through different things in life is hard. It's just part of, it's just part of life, you know, like the more you try to avoid that confrontation with life of like what it takes to change and do, do something significant for yourself, I think the harder you're going to you're going to live a life like that is going to be harder than actually doing the hard job, you know, actually doing the hard work. I live by this motto, man. And this is what pretty much I, my motto is work hard and live hard, you know, because 
throughout those years, man. At that point, the first maybe four or five years in this in this journey, man, I didn't understand a lot of things, you know. And obviously, I was in that place too, where like, why all these things are happening to me? Why I'm going through Mm -hmm. all this stuff, you know? But it is not it is not until you came on the other side of the situation that you understand why you went through that process, you know? And when I look back in my life and when I look back to everything that I went for the past 10 years, I cannot be anything else but, but grateful, you know, because I look back and that made me a stronger person. That made me a better man. That made me someone that can now go and, and help other people that are going through the same stuff. Because here's the reality, man. We live in a soft world, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, playing small and being passive is not going to take you anywhere. I don't care what culture tells you. I don't care what society tells you. There's principles and there's laws in this universe. And those things are never going to change. And one of those laws is that you have to work hard for what you want, is that you have to pay a price if you want to have a good life. No one is going to come and hand you something to you. You know, I don't care if, I mean, again, if you look throughout history, that's how things have, have been since the very beginning of time. You know, and that those principles will never change. You know, I agree too. I think, especially like to touch on where everyone has to work hard. Oftentimes, I think we, especially in today's digital world, all we see is the success, right? All we see yeah. is, oh my gosh, they're like, how'd they do it? Like they just kind of popped out of nowhere. I'm like, if you actually look like ten years, what they did to build up to get to that point, to even put themselves in a position. Sure, maybe them going to fame was luck. But if you look like 10 years prior, they put themselves on a path and they put yeah. themselves in situations. So then they could have the chance to have be lucky or be in that situation even in the first place. And I, I agree, too. I think everyone has to work hard. I think that's something everyone needs to do. Yeah. And you know, man, what are you saying? I mean, those those overnight success that you sometimes see on social media and all that stuff. I mean, that's, that happens once in a million, but just put in your mind that that's not going to be you, you know, you're going to have to do the work. Mm-hmm. And regardless if they had that, that unique shot and they got there faster than everybody else, they still had to do some work, you know? Exactly. And I think that's something that we don't talk a lot, you know, especially on social media or podcasts like this. A lot of people really wants to, to buy into this idea that you can get there really quick and it's going to take you 30 days or 60 days or a magic pill, you know, and there's nothing in this world that can get you there that quick. I've been in this journey for 10 years, you know, and I feel like I'm just getting started and I will continue to do it because I know where I want to go now and I know what are my goals and my ambitions and I know what it's going to take to get there. But, you know, that's going to require a lot of work and a lot of discipline. And those are good things to pursue. You know, those are things that mm-hmm. like, when you're broke, when you don't have good health, yeah, it's hard, right? But also being disciplined and putting yourself mentally and emotionally and, and physically under pressure, yeah, it's hard too. But it's always rewarding. I don't know if you work out, but every time I work out, man, it's like there's days that I don't feel like lifting 400 pounds in deadlift. But when I do, you know, even if I don't feel like at the end of the day, I feel good. But I don't remember feeling good after feeling miserable and sad because I was broke and didn't have money to pay my bills. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. I, especially on like the gym part, I just, I've actually found like I, so I used to like just work out right in the basement, just freaking just push ups. you know, maybe some weights, something like that. And I realized once I actually started going to the gym, like I put myself in a situation like, Hey, let's just go every morning. Right. And I get up, I get up earlier cause I have things I need to do as well. Yeah. And 
I get there, right? And the same thing as you're saying. It's like, oh my gosh, this is hard. Like, I do not want to do this at all type of thing. But I find afterwards, I'm just more relaxed. I have a clearer head. So then when I actually go to work, right, when I actually go to put in that work to make money, other things, I just have a clearer mind. I feel better yeah. about myself. And it's just, you, you're, you're like, oh my gosh. Like, and I found, especially because I've done this maybe past two months, I actually started going to the gym instead of just working out in the basement. I found that sure it was harder, but I found my productivity actually increased. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. actually getting more done. Like this is, it's weird, right? Like you're spending more time, but you're actually got some of it back. You're not like losing focus. You're actually focused on what you need to do today. What you're saying is so freaking true because, and that's the reason why I wake up, I, I work up every day at 6 a.m. You know, like at 6 a.m. I'm at the gym, I'm working out. And I try to get that out of out of the way first thing in the morning, first of all, because I know my day can go crazy at some point, you know, and I'm going to be able to make it to the gym. And second is because what you were saying is just that productivity, just having a clear mind, you know, for the rest of the day. And it feels good. You know, you feel good with yourself. You feel good after pushing yourself hard, you know, especially where you don't feel like, you know what I mean? And that's <laughs> the thing. A lot of people is like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like waking up early. I don't feel like taking care of my health. I don't feel like working a couple extra hours. I don't feel like doing this. You will never, you will never going to feel like doing things, you know, like we as humans, we will never feel like, even that I, I love working out in the morning. I, I, sometimes I don't enjoy, you know, waking up in the morning. I'm not going to feel every day like waking up in the morning, but still I'm doing, you know, because I, one of my mentors says you will never, you will never feel your way into action. So you need to act your way into a feeling, right? Like you were saying, mm -hmm. you don't feel like going, but you acting your way into like, I need to go to the gym. And once you act your way into that feeling that when you start feeling good and that's like, let's call it like an emotional reward, right? Where you feel good with yourself, where you have a better day, you have a clear mind. Apply the same concept in everything else in life, you know? Because again, it is a process, you know? Like nothing, like there's no evidence in human history that everything happened overnight, you know? Everything took time to be built. Everything from Rome, from a business, for whatever it is, everything takes time mm -hmm. to build. I 100% agree. I think it's things, things that, again, aren't built overnight. It's something that, you know, it's it's the small, you know, those small steps that you take every single day that ultimately create the bigger picture, right? I mean, yeah. I, I like to think of it as more of like success is actually like the reward, whereas the journey is actually, it's that's life. <laughs> like, yeah. there's gonna be days where you're just like, oh my gosh, this sucks, right? And you're struggling, you just, you get nothing done, even, right? And you just feel awful about yourself. But then those days build up, right? You learn from them. And you also have those good days where you feel like you're on top of the world and nothing can stop you. And yeah. they start to add up. And then that's when people start paying attention, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, this person's doing so much. How does he do it? But in reality, it's just those small decisions that you make every single day that yep. ultimately shape who you are. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. What, no, you're you fine. Gonna... You know, and, I, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that's the issue with all these people that you see on social media that, oh, buy this product and make uh, six figures in 30 days or 90 days and all that kind of bullshit because it's bullshit. It's not true. You know, if you see these people online, run away from those because they're trying to take your money and mm -hmm. they're not they're going to deliver any results. And I can tell you that because I'm in that space. I mean, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm around business people, coaches. I'm around a lot of people that are extremely successful. So it is, it is not true. That's not how success works. But what you were saying is very true. I think what happened is that when people start having this idea that you can get a lot of stuff done or you can get to a certain point 
quicker than everybody else. I mean, it doesn't work that way. You know, you have to start one step at a time. Like you, like, like I was telling you, you, you don't, you didn't start doing a hundred push up push ups the first day, right? We started maybe with five, right? And then the yeah. next day you did ten, <laughs> you did seven, and then in a week you were able to do ten, and then in a month you're doing twenty, and then. And then in, in three months, you're doing 50 unbroken, right? So that's how you start building things. And this is the same principle. Again, going back to principles, right? That's the same principle that applies if you want to lose weight, if you want to change your mind, if you want to start a business, if you want to do something positive in the world, it is a process that takes time. And it's that daily step by step, you know, but most people, they try to do all things at once and they end up frustrated because they're not, they don't get in anywhere. But you was just starting adding one thing at a time every single day consistently for a long period of time. That's when you start building something significant. You know what I mean? No, I I 100% agree. And this just kind of came to me. I, I, I have this question for you. What's your goal setting strategy? Like, I mean, we kind of been talking about the process, right? And how to work yeah. through things. What would you say, like maybe just an average person, no goals, no direction in life. They don't know what they want or anything. Yeah. What's your goal setting strategy for that person? Well, you know, man, first of all, it's like you have to have a, obviously you need to know, you need, you need to have a clear big picture, right? What it is, where you want to go. Uh, and I, and, and when I started setting out my goals, I use this, I always use this example. Let's say if you want to make a million dollars a year, right? That's your ultimate goal. But if you focus on that million dollars, you're not going to get there, you know? So once you have a clear picture of what it is, where you want to go, let's say the million dollars, right? Or you want to lose weight or whatever the case may be, right? Then you start breaking down those goals into daily actions, right? So, for example, if you want to make a deal in dollars, right, that's roughly $3,000 in sales, right? So, if you have a product that costs $3,000, you just need to make one sale a day, right? Or if you have mm-hmm. two products, we have, have a two products that each product costs 1500 or how many, like, you have to break it down, right? Or let's say that you have three different products that you can sell for a thousand dollars and you have to make at least three day, three sales a day to get to that goal. But when you take that $1 million into three sales a day, for example, or one sale a day, that sounds easier, right? Yes. <laughs> so it is the same thing. So that's how you do everything else. It's like, or like losing weight, you know, like, I don't know if you're familiar with 75 hard, but uh, I had a goal this year to get, I had a goal this year to get to a certain weight because last year I realized that I wasn't losing weight, right? So I was like, man, like, am I, I have to figure something out. So then before the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, I need to lose 15 pounds this year, right? And that's my goal from January. Uh, in June, I need to hit that goal. I need to lose those 15 pounds. And then I went on, okay, how can I break those 15 pounds a day? Then I realized that if you make the math, obviously, if you want to lose weight, you need to have a calorific deficit in, in, in your body, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you lose weight. So I'm like, okay. So if I'm eating this amount of calories a day, I need to figure out how many calories I need to burn every single day in order to lose weight. So I did the math and I came to realize that on top of like what your body burns normally in a day just for moving and sitting around and all that stuff, I needed to burn an extra thousand calories a day to burn like it was like a pound a week or a pound a month or something like that and get to my goal. Thankfully, I got there faster, you know, so I, I, I crushed that goal before before uh, June because I actually put extra work into it. But, you know, when I had a clear, 
a clear goal and a clear understanding of what I needed to do every single day, I started hitting that goal daily, you know, instead of focusing like, man, I need to do five workouts or six workouts a week, or I need to do this or this diet. No, I just focus on how much calories I needed to eat every single day. And I focus on how many calories I needed to burn every single day. And I took that goal one day at a time. So instead of focusing on like what I need to do in six months, yeah, in six months, I want to get here, but I'm focusing on like what I need to do today and what is my goal for today. Now, when I complete this goal today, then I can focus on tomorrow. And then that's how you stay one tip one, one day at a time. So that's how I break out my goals. No, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you. And congratulations too on completing that goal and like <laughs> setting it. Cause I think oftentimes, right. Some people like get discouraged and like you were mentioning, even just they'll get so focused on the result itself, right? Like this is what I want. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, right? That motivates you to actually get in the gym. That motivates you actually to take that first step. That motivates you to actually, you know, try and do it type of thing. But if that's your only focus, like if you're only focusing on that result, like you've been saying, yeah. it doesn't get you anywhere. You have to, eventually you're going to burn out and it's going to be like, oh my gosh, like week three rolls around. You're like, oh, this, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, do I really want this? You start to question yourself and just have those doubts. Like, why, why, why am I doing this? Right. You start doubting yourself. And yeah, I find usually when you start to look at the process, like, all right, what am I going to do today? So then when I hit that six month mark or when I hit that month mark, well, however long that goal is, you find yourself in a way better position because it's like, all right, we're trying to get this. And you want this, right? You're motivated. You want it type of thing. But then all of a sudden you're like, all right, what do, what can I do today to actually get it done? Yeah. What can I do today to actually achieve that goal? And I found that's, again, you, you've hit it right on the dot. That's the most productive way. So I, I, I mentioned, uh, doubts. I, I think especially like some of these kids graduating right yeah. now, they're just really just doubting themselves myself especially when I first started you start doubting yourself after month three because right you have that you're on like that high at the beginning you're like oh I'm doing something I'm gonna do this this is awesome yeah. but then all of a sudden when the results don't come you get disappointed and you kind of quit how do you kind of deal with that that's I want to get your thoughts on that to answer your question let me go back a little bit into the goal setting stuff the way I see it is like I have my goals and then I just hang them in the wall and I completely forget about the what I want to go and then I start focusing on that day to day that I was telling you right Mm -hmm. uh, because I think a lot of people just try to take, like we were talking about, like try to cover so much that then you don't, you, you don't move forward. Right. And there are situations where my goals are like, I already crushed a lot of my goals, you know, like mm -hmm. way before the deadline. And I have some goals that I'm a little bit behind, you know, because there are circumstances in life that you cannot control. Right. Like yes. we're going through crazy times right now. Things are changing in the market. There's a bunch of stuff, right. That, uh, I don't even worry about any of that because at the end of the day, we not, cannot control that, right? But the only th the only thing that you can control is how do you how do you think, how do you be how do you behave, and how do you act, right? So that being said, man, I think the problem is that yes, you can set up deadlines, right? And let's say you have you say I'm gonna I want to achieve this in three months, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and when you get to those three months, you didn't achieve your goal, then you have to go back and figure out what you were doing wrong or what did you miss? And you have to take responsibility and own it. You know what I mean? But most of the time, people that they don't set up those specific deadlines, they do not set up a specific action steps daily, 
that's where they get that frustration of the third month or the fourth month because they don't have a clear direction. You have to be clear where you want to go and what you're willing to do every single day. You know what I mean? So once you get clear on that, you understand that you you have to hold that. That's where your self-accountability comes in, right? Because if you keep track of everything you're doing, and I give you an example, it's something that can keep you staying track regardless of how long it takes you, regardless if it takes you longer than, than what you expected. First of all, you have to keep track of everything, right? The reason why you have to focus on small daily tasks that can get that, that can add up to that big goal is because if you keep what, what gets measured gets improved, right? If you're not measuring your actions, if you're not measuring your daily work, if you're not measuring the tasks that you're supposed to be doing every single day, how in the hell you can find out why you didn't get to your goal? In your third month, if that was your goal, you know what I mean? You have to keep track of everything. You have to have that intentionality of like really, really know exactly what you're doing on a daily basis, right? And in order for you to keep that accountability and keep your mind in the right place, I think there's a couple of things that come into play. First, you need to be grateful for everything, you know, like practicing mm-hmm. gratitude is one of the most important things that you can do. And a lot of people think that it's a lot of woo-woo shit, but it is the reality, you know? Like, you have to be grateful for where you are. A lot of people make the mistake that think, oh, I'm grateful for what I have right now. It's like settling for that moment or that, that season in their life and not pursuing something else. It's like one of the biggest names out there, MLA, he calls this a uh, blissful dissatisfaction, that you're grateful for where you are right now. You're grateful for what you have, but you're always pursuing your next goal. Right, you always know that there's more out there, that there's no finish line in this life, right? That's one thing. The second one is like I said, you have to be clear on those daily tasks. You know, I with my wife, we run a real estate business, I have an e-commerce business, I have a podcast, we have a lot of stuff going on. Like we are very, very busy people. And uh we just started an Airbnb management company, so we have a lot of stuff going on and we have a lot in our plates, right? But there's five mm-hmm. things I focus every single day that are non-negotiable. And there's so five little things that you, each one of those take me like maybe 45 minutes every single day. But if I know that I focus on those five things, I'm moving everything else in my life and in my business, right? So you start with gratitude. You keep track of your daily actions and what you need to do to move the needle, right? And then at the end of the day, you keep track of those little wins, right? Let's say that if you know that you have to do five things every single day, that you know that those five things are going to help you close those those cells that you need to make every day or uh, burning the calories that you need to burn to get to your to your ideal weight or whatever it is that you want to improve in your life. If you know that you're doing those five things and at the end of the day you track them and you write it down as your wins of the day, that's how you stay focused on the day to day. You know, and eventually that just like start compiling, you know, and eventually it's like, holy shit. I lost 15 pounds in four months instead of six. You know what I mean? That's what just what happens. I think people just focus and it goes back again to focusing that finish line, you know, but there's no finish line, man. You know, you just have to keep going. If you are consistently on a daily basis and you have the commitment to show up for everything that you said that you will show up every day, then you will see those results probably even earlier than sooner than later. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think having like that focus kind of, you've been throwing that word around focus especially like just that willingness to just focus on something and not think about anything else and i i like to actually separate this i think there's a difference between uh tunnel vision and focus right yeah, some people absolutely. they get like down that uh rabbit hole right or that tunnel like oh and they almost talk themselves out of it when they yeah. get in that tunnel vision focus but where focus it's more like no this is what i'm going to do today this is what i'm going to accomplish and you 
do that. Right. And no disturbances or anything like that. And you know, man, what happens is that um, now that you brought about the focus, focus is our superpower, man. You know, mm-hmm. that's our, that's our superpower as humans. And if you really think about it and you sit for a second and you think about it, everything around you is trying to distract you. Social media is trying to distract you. The freaking news are trying to distract you. Politics are trying to distract you. Everything going in the world right now is trying to distract you. Your neighbor is trying to distract you. Everything is a freaking distraction in our world right now. So I see a lot of people that are like, man, I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to work. But yeah, they go to Starbucks, sit in the computer to spend three hours in social media and they think that they're doing their work for their business. That's not how it works. You know, you have to be very mm-hmm. conscious of the actions that you're taking every single day. So, so yeah, focus, it is, it is the number one thing that will help you. Like if you're focusing on the right things, and here's the thing why also people get distracted, man, because regardless if things are hard sometimes, whatever, whether that's growing up, like starting a business, mm-hmm. changing your life or whatever it is, the not secret because I freaking hate that word, man. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing everybody. Oh, the secret for this on social media. I'm so freaking tired of that <laughs> word. But the key, let's, let's say the key, man. The key lies behind all the little annoying tasks that we have to do every single day, you know, like waking up early, going to the gym, make sure that if you have work to do, put your phone away, right? Like all the like all the little things that people don't see on social media, you know, all the little things that because you see the flashy part of social media, but nobody sees the 16 hours days, nobody sees the headaches, nobody see like, I don't know what to do with this, but those little annoying things, right? is the are the ones that makes a difference you know what i mean exactly no i think this actually reminded me of i remember listening to a business uh leader and he was telling me how like boring businesses actually tend to make quite a bit of money people actually they're like well why 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 do those guys make a ton i'm like well because everyone wants to do the flashy stuff right everyone wants to be in the spotlight everyone wants to be this Oh, look at me type of thing. I'm doing this cool thing. And don't get me wrong. I fall for that too, right? Everyone wants to, yeah, everyone wants to, but the reality is, is doing those boring things actually, or the annoying things or the things we don't want to do sometimes, as long as it's putting you towards that path, towards the flashy, the fame, whatever you want to talk about that, that's the stuff that I think really builds your character and really builds, you know, that focus that work ethic, some of those things that we've been talking about today. You're absolutely right. You know, and, and that's what, what, what you said is, is completely true because I think one of the biggest disease of an entrepreneur is focusing on many things. I mean, that's, we're wired that way, you know, like we're wired mm-hmm. to like, Oh, the next opportunity, the next this, right. And to trying to chase that next shiny object and like, Oh, let's start this business. Let's start this other business. Let's start this. And then you're getting yourself in a bunch of stuff. So then you don't focus on, on the things that you need to be focused, right? Your focus is on 20 different directions. And that's why people don't get things accomplished, right? That's, that's why they don't, they don't move forward because you're trying to be, you're trying to pull things in different directions instead of just focusing on one thing. And that happens a lot to people that are very creative. I'm a creative person, you know? So like I can be all over the place. I need someone who brings me back and, and keeps me focused on one thing at a time, you know? So. I think that's the other other issue a lot of people face, you know, maybe that's why they also fail their goals because they're trying to add all this stuff and they try to focus on those instead of staying long enough, doing the boring stuff, you know, doing the things that are not necessary to be so you can have the flashy shit later, you know, (laughs) Um, 
I think that's that's the issue. Like people think like, okay, I'm gonna do this for 30 days and I'm gonna be done. Here's the reality, man. If you wanna be successful in any area of your life, you need to to be married to this process until the day you die. There's no finish line. There's no such as, oh, I made it. It doesn't work that way. We are humans. Have, we, I'm, I'm a huge believer that we, that we were designed to thrive. You know, we were designed to work. We were designed to do great things. But there's no such thing as like, oh, I'm going to retire at a certain age. Like I'm going to do, I'm just going to spend the rest of my golden years on the beach. Like, I don't know about you, man, but uh, if I go on a vacation, I can spend three days in the beach and then I'm tired. I'm ready to go back to work, you know? So Myself, I don't see, I don't see myself at some point in my life retiring. I'm married. Like the, the, the only thing that is going to retire me from doing all the things that I'm doing and I want to do is death. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing else will retire me because, and it's not that I'm trying to sound like a workaholic. Obviously that world will look different eventually, you know, because mm-hmm. the more you grow, obviously you're not going to be working in my business. I'm going to start working on my business, you know, maybe just being just overlooking things and doing different things that can help other people, maybe coaching, maybe there's so many ways I can go about it. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm married to the hard work every day. That's awesome. I think that's, I think, Oh, I can't remember who said it, but they said there's something about work. That's it sucks to start, but when you finish something, it's really fulfilling. (laughs) And I would even, I would even argue that uh, like as you start developing, right, you become one more valuable to society. Yeah. So your responsibilities change and you're doing different things that maybe on the outside don't look like that much work, but you've put in the work behind, put yourself in that situation. And uh, I'm looking at time here. I'm, I'm going to look to wrap up a little bit, but I, I want to ask this question as the intelligent question of the day. And that's, how can one take, you know, kind of responsibility of their life? How can one take, you know, you've mentioned accountability. What's the best way to kind of just take ownership today and make the changes necessary so then they can put themselves on the path of success? Well, this is going to be a really, really hard answer, man. I hope your audience is ready, but, you know, I, I think I have the, the obligation and the moral duty to to say it the way it is because that's how I needed to hear it and that's what's helped me be to be where I am today. But the reality is that, first of all, you need to stop being a victim. You need to start removing that victim mentality because uh, no one is coming to save you. No one is coming to change your life. That is up to you, you know? Like, if you believe in God or not, like, yeah, you can pray and he can give you the abilities and he can give you the life to change your life. But at the end of the day, you're the one who has to take action. You're the one who needs to decide what you want to do with your life. Like, the government, nobody is going to come to change your life and give you what you want. You need to go and get it, you know? So everything starts with stop being the victim, you know? Like, yeah, life is hard, but life is always going to be hard regardless. That's what we always talk about, choosing your heart, unsuccessful or successful, you know? Both things are going to be hard, so just choose one or the other one. But don't complain what is going to be the outcome of, of, of what you decide to do with your life. So I think that's that's where it starts, man, like understanding that, it is up to you, you know, like my success, the way I live my life doesn't depend on anything but on me, you know, and I think we are in a very important point in time where if you don't take responsibility, if you don't really get clear on what it is that you want, if you take the time to get very important, get clear, you know, like what it is that you want, like how you answer yourself that question, what do you want, you know, what, what, what it is that you want in life, then don't tell me that, oh, you want to be happy and have money, cool, but why do you want that money? Why do you want to be happy? Why do you want to be successful? You know, what's the goal of it? 
You need to start asking yourself these questions, and they're very tough questions that are going to take you time to answer. But that's the other thing. That's the next step. Take the time to think. Take the time to separate yourself from society. If that's what you have to do, go away. Spend time thinking and getting clear of what you want. And once you get clear on what you want, then make a plan and how are you going to get there? If you don't know how to make a plan and how to get there, reach out and ask for help from the people that they're already there. You know, they're doing what it is that you want to do. But once you get it then clear, make the action plan and then just go to work, you know, start one step at a time. You have, you haven't worked out in your entire life, start with a 30 minute walk or a 10 minute walk and then start adding five minutes every day or something, but you have to start somewhere. It's not going to be easy, but eventually it's going to become a habit, you know, like waking mm -hmm. up early, doing the work, showing up, doing the things that you need to do. They're going to start becoming a habit eventually. It takes 30 days to, be, to, to create a new habit, but it takes almost 90 days to like lock that in, yes. you know? So that's why you have to keep in mind, get clear, make out your plan and stick to it. It is that simple, but don't try to do everything at once. Like, Break down in very basic steps that you, what you can do every single day, you know? Like when I started uh, waking up early, I didn't start it like, oh, I'm going to go from 7 to 5 a.m. I started waking up 30 minutes earlier. When I got used to that, I cut another 30 minutes and it took me a while. That's how I quit smoking too, three or four years ago. I started one cigarette at a time. You know, I went from 12 to 11. When I was at 11, when I got used to 11, I went down to 10 and it took me a whole year, you know? Because I allow myself, instead of going cold, cold turkey and like suffering from withdrawals for like half for six months, you know, I just I just did it one step at a time. And by the time I went down to two cigarettes, it was so easy just to say, screw this, I'm not smoking anymore. It mm -hmm. make my life easy. So it is it is a process. It is a long process. And get married to that long process and understand that nothing is going to happen overnight. So that's what I will say for that, man. Like, uh, stop being a victim. Take responsibility of your life. Get clear what do you want, make a plan, and go to work. Simple. Everyone that's listening right now, that is the intelligent answer of the day. That was that was great. And I, I'm gonna kind of touch on this and then uh, get some of your uh, information stuff if people want to reach out. But uh, I think it's almost like asking questions too, like yourself, like really just being real with yourself and asking the questions. I mean, you even said that too, like, Hey, why do I want this? Okay, cool. I want this. Why do you want to do that? And just really just digging deep to the core of like, why are you doing this type of thing? And asking those questions that'll put you on the path. Yeah. You know, man, I will add uh, something that has helped me and changed my life for almost four years now. And it was what I was telling you about uh, the gratitude and, and writing up mm -hmm. my wins and all that stuff. You know, every single morning, uh, first thing I do when I wake up, I, I thank God for the day. And then I go through some affirmations and stuff like that. And I write five things I'm grateful for. And then at the end of the day, well, I actually changed that. I'm actually doing it twice now. At the middle of the day at noon, I write down my wins for my morning. And then at night, I write I write down the, the wins for for the rest of my day. And the reason why I do that is because sometimes, man, shit hits the fan, you know, and sometimes you feel like overwhelmed. You don't feel like you're not doing much. But if you keep track of like what you're grateful for and then you keep track like, oh, I did win in this area of my life today, you know, you can realize that regardless of how you feel sometimes, you, you continue to do things, you continue to win, you know, and that keeps your mind in check and that keeps your attitude in check. Because, you know, it's not, it, there's some days that things are going to go great. And there's some days that shit's going to hit the fan, you know? 
I I agree. So thank thank you, Pedro, for coming on today. This has been it's been fun, but I I want to get a chance for you to like uh, you know if people want to reach out to you, right? They've enjoyed the conversation today. You've mentioned you've a little bit in real estate. I think you're an entrepreneur, business owner. You also have a podcast. What's the best way like people can find you, reach out to you, get a hold of you? Yeah, man, it's very simple. You can just go to pedromanesis.online and pretty much you find a, it's like a link tree. You know, you find every single link there mm-hmm. for uh, all the social medias when I'm uh, active, uh, link to my podcast, uh, link to our real estate business, links to my online store that I have. I still like beer products and some apparel. So um, that's where you find every single link. You can even schedule a call from there if you want to get on a call with me. Uh, Pedro Manessis dot online. That's the simplest way to find me every on everything. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So people, if you liked what you heard today and liked what Pedro's shared with us, then I challenge you guys to go check him out and see what he's got. So Pedro, thank you for coming on today. This has been something fun. I've learned a lot, and I think the people listening today have learned a lot as well. So thank you for taking the time to come on today. Thanks a lot for having me, Josh. I really have a great conversation with you today, man. So I appreciate that. So everyone, that is Pedro Manessis. As you can tell, he's a very intelligent person, has great things to say. I challenge you guys to go check out his info there if you found anything interesting you heard today. Stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for you guys. See you guys next week, and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.